I just been living off of the bankroll. Had a saying go, got it flooded to my ankles. Need a raincoat, pair of boots. Hello there. Welcome to the Get Cracking Podcast. Another episode is live, and today, another cool guest. Uh, but we are on a mission to accelerate each one of us to happiness and help you guys move faster. Hi, Mikael. Hello. Hi. Uh, I feel I feel very very happy to be here. Thank you for for the invitation. Great to have you. And then tradition of our pod, as you guys hopefully know already, uh, everybody who comes on, they are forced to introduce themselves themselves in sixty seconds. You ready for that? Let's try. Cool. Let's go. The floor go. is yours. So actually, uh, my, yeah, my name is uh, Mikael Malin. I'm uh, I'm a 28-year-old entrepreneur here in Helsinki. I own the Café Enchanté. I'm born in uh, Cameroon, Douala, uh, for the people who know. And uh, I lived uh, most of my life in in France. I came here in Finland when I turned 18 to do the army. And then, uh, yeah, I fell in love with Finland, so I decided to stay. And uh, yes, I don't know. I don't I don't have much to do. I don't know. How, was it was it 60 seconds? <laughs> Roughly 60, good. Uh, I, I think we got the key point. So you are an entrepreneur. You currently yes. own the coffee shop. Yes. Uh, you are young and energetic. And that, that's that's what we need. And that's what we are trying to extract from you like today. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I, I've been in, like, we've met in Enchante. So yes. when, I, when I've joined, uh, when I visited the cafe, and then also we have quite a bunch of actually common friends. Sure. And uh, people recommended the place. Uh, would you tell us more, like, about the Enchante? So, what exactly is that for people who don't know yet? And I'm surprised if people from Helsinki listen and then they didn't, they have not been there mm-hmm. because you, you guys are quite famous by now. Yes, uh, actually, yeah, Enchante, Enchante uh, means first of all, uh, nice to meet you in French. Uh, it's, uh, it's also the action when, uh, when the the men used to take the woman's hand and kiss it, kiss it on the top. So we wanted to, to, uh, to kind of like teach something to people. Also, uh, it's a French specialty cafe. So that means that we have good quality coffees. We also have pastries, croissant, pain au chocolat, almond croissant. And uh, yeah, we, we, we try to, uh, to put all our efforts, not only in the cafe, but also in the customer service, which is for us the most important and the atmosphere. So like we want that people like, Anybody can come to Enchanté, they have a good time, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, we, like, we like to talk to people, we like to hear the story as well, like, uh, like I'm doing today uh, right. on the podcast, but like, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a beautiful place, I recommend to people to come talk with us, and uh, sure. And also, behind this scene, uh, we actually spoke today already even, that the importance of customer service and creating this atmosphere that people feel like really welcomed. Yeah. Um, so, w- how exactly you do it? Well, first of all, we welcome people like first in in, in French. Uh, we say all the time bonjour, bonjour, bonsoir, uh, which means uh, hello, uh, good morning. So we uh, we want to to teach something to people as well. We want to kind of like make them feel welcome. So always a smile, always asking them a question about about their life, uh, how the, how how they feel also and. Uh, and uh, we try to satisfy the, the, the customers in a way. And uh, it's, it's beautiful because uh, uh, every day is different. Every day we meet new people and uh, that's, that's what we like. Cool. But then, so the coffee business yeah. is, is really 
not easy. That's the way I see it. There is plenty of coffees. Yeah. There is the, you know, the, this huge coffee chains like Espresso House, or we also have Starbucks. Yeah. So how, how do you compete with those masters? That's that's the thing. I, I believe that we don't we don't compete with any cafes actually here in Helsinki. We we uh, we brought something unique here in Helsinki, and uh, we have we have uh, for example example like uh, when we came. So basically, we are in Erikinkatu mm -hmm. uh, in Helsinki, in the center of Helsinki in Kampi. Uh, when we came there, there were another cafe just face to Enchanté, and uh, unfortunately, they had to shut down when we when we came. Then uh, later uh, open a hotel with their own cafe also inside. Then open a Fatser, mm. uh, very close also, and then open now another specialty cafe also. Like this hasn't impacted us. Like we, like we we are very lucky that we uh, kind of like have a have a niche uh, customers and uh, they come mostly for the atmosphere. Mm. They don't they don't only come for the cafe or for the pastries and. Uh, so yeah, I think that we are unique in a way. Uh, that's that's what we try to do, and uh, so yeah, it doesn't impact us yeah. too much. Also, what I've noticed, you work quite well with um, building the community. Yes. So you're you put quite a bit of effort to Instagram. Yes. To creating creating content and a unique type of content, not sure. just like a random coffee shots. Yeah. Um, and then also the. People recommend, and I think people meet there. People hang out, so it is this community. So, do you do it consciously, or kind of is this how it just it just happened? Well, well, that's that's a that's a good question. Uh, actually, we we wanted to build first the cafe in a way that we have kind of like a fast rotation, mm -hmm. so that we didn't target it mm -hmm. in a way. We uh, we didn't plan it, but it just happened naturally. Like uh, we like we like to talk to people. We like to. To make them feel good in the cafe, and then actually we then then after opening the cafe we realize that oh okay uh, maybe we are t too friendly in a way so then people wants to stay yeah. and uh, and uh, we like to connect also people together so for example two customers they don't know each other and we like to connect them and it happens a lot in Enchanté that people they don't know each other but then they sit together on the same table. I don't know if I have seen that here in in Helsinki uh, ever. This is the big problem. Else. I mean like it's it's so there is a big this cultural. Yep. specification of let's say Nordics in general, not even Finnish people on there, that the people don't really meet and greet and yeah. then the social circles are quite separated and people don't really know each other. Yeah. And then also we spoke actually on the previous podcast episode, we, we spoke uh, about the power of community and you know how community and interaction between people brings happiness and joy. Yeah. So then in this sense you are you are trying to match people and trying to build the joy into their yeah. lives. I think this is cool. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, like people, like Nordic people, they are, they are a little bit more reserved. But mm. if you help them, if you break the ice and you say, hey, actually, mm. I know this person, mm. I know you as well. Mm. You can just sit together, then they will go and sit yeah. together, you know, but like if you, if you don't say anything, then they will like instead, like just yeah. sit, sit on their own. But also like, you know, as a as a kind of outcome here, I I just like to highlight that this power of community building and yeah. then investing to build the community, build into the the people who are visiting. So it's not only excellent customer service, it's not only excellent, let's say, coffee quality and atmosphere within the cafe, mm -hmm. but then trying to and then investing 
into community building. I think that's what really helps your business to get actually customers in. Yes. So then is a good example for anyone else who is who is listening, who wants to start a business, who or who already running, you know, the company. Yeah. They also have to invest in that. Sure. And also, I don't see any difference if if it is a you know strictly B two B company that does some trades, yeah, like trading computers on volume or whatever it is. They still need to build the community community of those customers or partners, and then you know to power the business. Sure. Like, I've noticed that after after actually the Corona, yeah, like people like they they want to meet people, you know, and uh, they were they were too long uh, by 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 themselves at mm -hmm. home, so. I think that it's uh, it's nice to uh, to to put effort on that uh, instead of like just like like technical technical mm -hmm. technical stuff. So it's uh, yeah, it's very important to to build your own community and uh, and yeah, to trust the people and uh, do your best all the time. Yeah, but then also, so I I know that not everything was smooth with Enchant the whole whole the way through. Yeah. Right. So would you open up on a couple challenges that you've met? Yes. The, and how how long how long you're open? We opened the 4th uh, January of 2022. So okay. it's been uh, almost two years now. Okay. Almost two years. Uh, well, 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 enchanté, enchanté. Uh, so I, I, I had uh, two friends, two mm -hmm. partners, uh, when I decided to open Enchanté. Uh, the funny thing is, like, we opened Enchanté, we had zero euro in our uh, account. Uh, I don't know who, who do that. You know, like, all, all, you have some saving all the time. Mm -hmm. The, the day we opened, we had zero. So that's that's how we started. That's how we started uh, Enchanté, actually. And uh, it was very challenging. We used to, uh, like, we were quite successful from the beginning. So it was uh, very helpful for us to pay all the bills. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, like in the beginning, you always have kind of like a, like a hype. So then everybody comes. Uh, everybody wants to see the new place, but then you you go a little bit down, and uh, so so yeah. During that time, it was very hard for us because we didn't have any saving, and uh, yeah, we had to uh, kind of like make a campaign, crowdfunding mm. campaign, uh, with our community, and uh, that has helped us a lot. We uh, we received a lot of. Uh, what was the of, ticket size? How how much you received? We received about nine thousand euro. Nine thousand. Okay. Yes. Uh, we sold basically like merch, uh, gift card, and then subscription mm -hmm. card as well. And uh, from all of that, we got like nine thousand. But then it was even more than that because through that process, we got uh, an investor mm -hmm. also who uh, who fell in love with the concept and uh, decided to join us. So not only we got the nine thousand, but we got like a permanent investor mm -hmm. as well, which uh, helped us like every month. So it's uh, it's very 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 uh, helpful mm -hmm. and uh, yeah like uh, I just I just uh, you know I like I like the mindset that like uh, we give to people but like people give us give mm -hmm. us always back and uh, they they actually have our back you know and uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, like totally totally like uh, like amazed mm -hmm. about, about our community mm -hmm. so that give us the the strength and the motivation to continue yeah. and do the best uh, so the, there was this kind of storm with a customer kind of falling down and you you getting investment. So how is the business doing now? Well, business is, uh, it's even, mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, so, well, now, now we have to pay kind of like, uh, that's the last month actually, but this whole year we have to pay uh, higher rent mm -hmm. because uh, when we opened Enchanté, we decided to pay half, mm -hmm. half of the rent. 
only to make it easier, but then of course we have to pay it back. So, so yeah, like uh, that's the last month that we had, uh, like let's say 150% of the rents that mm -hmm. normally we have, which uh, which is uh, quite quite tough, mm -hmm. quite tough to go through. But we we went through, and uh, so now we break it even, and uh, from now we we're gonna start to make money. Okay. So, so it's uh, it's a very good very good situation. Okay. Yeah, and uh, well, usually in the in the coffee, restaurant, hotel industry mm -hmm. here in Finland, especially, you say that it takes three to five years to kind of like break even, you break know, like in, yeah. to start to make some money, and uh, so that's why you need some saving in the beginning to yeah. survive these three three five years. Uh, but now, yeah, I think that we are already getting there after after two years. So. That's that's amazing. And also, I've heard that you've changed the team. So people yeah. you've started with, not the same people that you're working with now, yes. right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Like uh, my two uh, partners with who I open Enchanté, mm -hmm. let's say that they, they, they decided to leave. Uh, they didn't match anymore the concept. We don't have anything like personal mm -hmm. in, in between. It was just like work. Work-wise, we didn't share the same idea anymore. I wanted to build uh, like like a community, as we right. as we talked before, like where we can talk to people when they wanted more to be like you, like a Starbucks mm. or espresso house, so like many cafes all around Finland, mm. uh, which is which is another other idea, but uh, it didn't match my my vision. So they decided to leave, and uh, I got the investor, and then now I have a amazing amazing uh, partner as well. Uh, his name is Alex. Mm. Uh, he's uh, he's amazing in what he do, and he's uh, basically my my left hand. So mm. very very uh, energetic as well, very motivated, and uh, I think that the changement was uh, was amazing. And actually, uh, nobody know that it's, it hasn't been official. Uh, I didn't communicate on the on the on the changement, but uh, now people know. Like uh, people know, uh, I think I think people have guessed because they don't see any more. Uh, the, the previous owners, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm very happy with the Ooh. team that I have now. Exclusive for Get Cracking podcast, exactly. so the news goes live. <laughs> and by the way, I've, I've met Alex, let's say, same same time I've met you, yeah. uh, and then this is super true. He's super energetic and, you know, you see the, you see the passion in his eyes yeah. and also I've seen the content he's producing, so he, he's really into it. So yeah, I think, oh, yeah. I think it's, a, it's a change for better, but then again, to highlight, you know, nothing nothing goes smooth and easy. So you've opened already like in a three years, you had the money problems, you had the partnership problems, yes. and you had the rent problems because and then this rent that what you explained it's it's about actual you know financial modeling and financial forecasting because mm -hmm. you kind of you, you had one approach and then it didn't really work out or yeah. kind of it's all mess so but then i i'm happy to see that you are kind of strongly going through that yes of course there is other other uh, surprises all the time you know like uh, there is many things you can only learn when it mm. happens uh unfortunately you you are not prepared but like uh, yeah, we have to we have to improve a lot of things. Let's say like in the in the building to 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 make the place even better. Mm. So I will not say what, but we have we have a lot of things to improve. And uh, yeah, so it's a it's a constant challenge. Yeah. Even though the things are going better and better, it's still challenging. Let's do this. Uh, could you share a couple learnings or a couple of things that you would do differently if we would have this three years again? In addition to what we already kind of spoke. Yeah. Okay, so I think that I will I will not open Enchanté as fast as I did. Uh, I think that I would 
save more money mm -hmm. uh, and I would have some saving on the side. Mm. That, that was maybe one, one of the mistakes, but then uh, it, may, it makes the beauty, beauty of it, you know. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely this. Then of course I would, uh, I would think better with who mm. I want to, mm. to have a business because we talked briefly in the beginning that, okay, this is, this is the line I want to take. This is my, the, the path I want to take. And, uh, but we didn't uh, talk it through like, yeah. uh, like deeply. So I, I would say that you, you need to be prepared and you need to have very good people around you. And uh, you, not, you have to be sure. Yeah. You have to be sure. And uh, well, one of the other advice also maybe like it's uh, uh, friends and business mm -hmm. is not always the best yeah. combo, you know. So, so it's nice to, to know the person, but not to be too close, you know, with the person. Yeah, because like, it's, yeah. it's hard to to say things like directly or when the things go uh, a little bit worse, it's, uh, it, it, it starts to become like very personal in a mm. way, like uh, you can target easily, ah, that's your fault, you know, and uh, so it's, it's not nice to, to point someone and uh, so it's nice to have kind of like a, like a distance in between business yeah. owners and uh, yeah. So that these are maybe the things I would change and uh, of course, I think I would change maybe also the the location, because that was uh, that was a surprise. Also, we took basically like a like a location. We renovated everything ourselves, mm -hmm. but then we knew that okay, you need to build this specific thing to have a cafe, you know. And uh, we didn't know all of these, so we could have saved a lot of money if it was already a kind of like a space ready for a cafe. Right. These are really good practical tips, you know, for everyone who is going into into the business. Yeah. And I think those also works not necessary for a cafe. So it's for any other small business, sure. the financial planning, planning with whom you actually go, yeah. and like what is what is your team, what is your partnership, and you know how how do how do you approach it? And also you said I think you said not that fast mm. about the money, but then also it might also refer to some other plans so we all hear that like yeah start doing start getting things done and we sure. all want to move faster yeah. but but and then we should that's that's what i believe you, sh you should go and you should do those kind of mistakes but then sometimes you just need to do more research i'm not i'm not completely saying that you do, you go slower or you delay but you just do more research and more maybe analytics you know bef totally. beforehand totally totally uh and especially with who you you do the business, yeah. Because like, like, you know, like I I didn't expect. I mean, I had an idea, but you know, when you start a business, the first year or even the first two three mm. years, you are twenty four seven there. Uh, and basically, it's uh, you choose uh, your girlfriend or mm. <laughs> I don't know. You, you get you're, married, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. And uh, so it needs to match yeah. perfectly in a way, like uh, because yeah. Yeah, after after it's too late and then uh, you have to kind of like go separate ways and that that happens a lot mm. actually that happens a lot I have a lot of uh, friends uh, entrepreneur and uh, you know like you get you reach you reach a point with with uh, some people and mm. then you you go on separate ways yeah. and then like to go higher you need to find other people you know and uh, but that's that's the life that's the business and uh, yeah like super like very very careful with who you you start the business. And, uh, how, how do you feel about the community in Helsinki? So you, you have like entrepreneur friends. 
Uh, what, what do you feel about the entrepreneurial community and do you have an, enough access to people? I, I believe that like Helsinki is full of talent. Mm -hmm. like, it's, a, it's a city that is growing, uh, also Finland in general, it's, mm -hmm. it's growing a lot. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing like, uh, how like, if you, if, if you want to be the best, you have to work very, very hard to be the best because like, somebody else is going to do it. And uh, yeah, like Helsinki is, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, I think it's booming, booming at the moment and it's going to boom even more mm. in the future. There is a lot of possibilities, opportunities, and uh, people are hungry mm. in a way and they want to succeed. So, so it's, uh, it's very nice. It's very nice. And to have a cafe in Helsinki, you know, you have the chance to meet all of them because everybody comes, have a chat. Or everybody has coffee. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's, I have met a lot of them, people like who wants to make cafes mm. also, people who wants to make an app, uh, people who wants to go like, uh, you know, like there is many, many, many paths. But it's, it's amazing because like that's what kind of like uh, give me the motivation mm. to continue. Mm. So it's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, also some, something else, I mean, getting the popularity now is that actual support for smaller businesses rather than the bigger businesses so i heard like many times that people say okay i'm not i'm never buying anything from starbucks but yeah. i go to like local cafes because you know they're they're not always doing all right but yeah. then also it's cool that they are there and then you know if we can we should support and then there is this choice because the the coffee quality I'm, i'm not the coffee expert but let's say for me like both places are good enough yeah. and then if if i am If I am able to make an actual choice, then you know I might go and support you know somebody, and then you know tap into the community because Starbucks doesn't have the community. Everybody yeah. just goes to Starbucks or Espresso House. You exactly. just you just go there. So it's it's there is no soul in it. Cool. Um, but then some something else. Okay, last thing about the ancient. Uh, you mentioned the the chain and then the future many cafes in Finland, for example. So what? are we waiting for? What do you have in your mind? Ooh la la, I have, I have many things actually, uh, not only Enchanté related, but uh, I want to make Enchanté bigger. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Uh, maybe find a bigger space mm -hmm. because uh, now we get to the point already that we don't have you know, enough space mm -hmm. for the customer. So we want to get bigger space or maybe like two, three uh, spots mm -hmm. all around Helsinki. Helsinki is big enough to to have uh, at least two free cafes mm. before going to Turku, Tampere, you know. So, so make it, make a bigger one, maybe, maybe like a lounge type of Enchanté. Mm. I see, I see like a kind of like a bigger, bigger space where you have a, you have a cafe, then you have a lounge mm. and uh, yeah, like a beautiful atmosphere. I have, I have uh, many ideas actually. Nice. So it's, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna come, it's cool. gonna come. We are looking forward for that. Uh, have you heard of, there is a new restaurant, it's called August Bistro. No, actually. They, they've just opened. I know, I know, okay. I know the boys who, who've opened it. Okay. Uh, a week ago, they had like a technical presentation lounge. So I think this week is already open for public and it's somewhere in Boulevard, so okay. rather nearby, kind of your place. But then sure. they are like, they're more like a restaurant restaurant, so. Okay. Are they are they uh, free free owners too? I think there are two. Two? Yeah, and okay. then one of them has experience from kind of restaurant business before. They kind of exited some places, and then another one is just just uh, another entrepreneurial spirit guy. Yeah, 
And uh, but yeah, I so, saw so they are they've just started uh, just opened. So then I thought we all need to go in it there. Oh, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. You know, I, I've I've seen a, I've seen an article not too not too long ago. I saw like how many how many restaurants close in a month in Finland, and that, I, I don't have the number in my head anymore. But that was crazy actually. Yeah. So it's good that we we have actually people also opening mm -hmm. because like we will get to the point that we don't have a place to go but eat But the fact, it, it, it's really not easy. So oh, no, I it's think it's not easy like anywhere in the world, but then also it's not easy in Finland just due to some, you know, specialities of, yeah. of the country or of the market or the customers. So I think you really need to feel and understand like what are those to actually open up something that will be long-term desired sure otherwise you know you're you're ending up in the initial hype you can uh, you're cool and then it goes down and yeah. then you're just closing so luckily you can uh, you pass this kind of initial sure. dip um would you uh maybe share more like about yourself before ancient uh, like you know what what made you go to like ancient or what are the yeah. key things in your life well, basically, I'm, I'm born in Cameroon. Mm. So in uh, 1994, it was a very, very poor country mm. in Cameroon. I, I used to live there until I was five, so I have few mm. souvenirs in Cameroon. But like, uh, I, I've seen, I've seen like uh, what is to be poor, mm. like very, very poor, and uh, to not have uh, basically anything. Sometimes mm. uh, you, you couldn't even eat. So basically, I was, uh, I was always kind of like. Uh, already mm. thinking how can i eat even though i was five year old you know yeah. i was a, so i kind of like developed always kind of like a mindset of uh, how can i how can i survive how can i you know like find a way to to do what i want to do mm -hmm. you know and uh, so then uh, from uh, from cameroon i moved to finland from uh, from five to seven i moved to uvascular and uh, it wasn't easy when you when you are a little bit like difference, you know, back in the days in Uvascula, especially it was uh, it was tough. Mm. So a lot of a uh, lot of like uh, racism, for example. Uh, so then I there I learned like how to how to kind of like handle this type of situation and always kind of like I always try to to find a positive in mm. a in a situation. So so it didn't impact me too much. Uh, I was just like uh, not understanding why people people are like this towards me, but. Fine, fine, good. Uh, then I moved to France, south of France, with my father. He he started a business in in the south of France until uh, until I turned eleven. Then he passed away, mm. actually. And uh, so it was it was tough. It was tough for me also that. And then I remember actually that's that's crazy because so my my parents they were uh, separated. Mm -hmm. uh, I was living with my Finnish dad and uh, my grandparents. So his parents and uh, I say Finnish dad because like that's also. Uh, you will understand later why why I say finish that. But so then I I, I went on a holiday with my mom. Uh, she used to live in the Netherlands uh, with her new husband. And I remember we spent uh, I think it was uh, I think a week or ten days. And then we were supposed. Uh, I mean, she, my mom was supposed to to drive. I mean, take the train back to Paris from uh, from uh, Amsterdam, I think. And. Uh, yeah, in Paris, my grandparents were waiting for for us to go back to the south of France. But actually, in that train trip, uh, I looked at my mom and I said, "Hey, I, I don't want to go live with my grandparents. You know, I want to live with you." Mm -hmm. 
but it was too complicated. Her husband didn't want to have a, to have other kids, so me and my and my big brother. So she she broke up with a guy in that train trip. She broke up. She divorced actually, and uh, she found a, a house where we, where we can stay in uh, Brittany, so in the northwest of France. And in that train trip, she planned everything. We get to to Paris, and I had to say to my grandparents face to face, "Hey, I don't want to go with you." So that that was uh, that was hard, you know. Yeah. Like when you are like I was eleven, yeah, to to confront your grandparents and say, "Hey, I don't want to live with you," uh, you know. So the, that's that's what I wanted to do, and uh, so yeah, basically a lot of lot of drama happened there. Of course, you know, like uh, they tried to to still take us, so the police got involved, na na na. But anyway, mm. we had to go with my mom, and I was I was more than happy to go with my mom. So. We went to live to Brittany just suddenly like this, uh, and there uh, it was. It was tough. It was tough because like we we had nothing. We started like exactly from the bottom. My mom, she did not have a job. She did not have money on the side, and uh, yeah. So we were struggling, and uh, until until one day I was like, okay, now is the time for me to do something with my life. I was I think sixteen. 15, 16, so I was uh, very interested into uh, restaurant, like uh, mm. hotel and restaurant industry. And I was okay, I was reading a little bit about it and uh, I decided to go to school. And uh, there happens that I was the best student uh, ever that the school had in that specific, uh, like, uh, how can I say that, in that specific study. Mm -hmm. I used to work in the like work experience in the biggest palace in uh, in Brittany, and uh, I fell in love with you know like just having to meet people, talk to people, serve even the breakfast or food, and you know people like when they go to the restaurant usually they are happy, yeah. you know they they like to eat so they are they are very happy. So for me it was uh, it was kind of like the opposite what I was used to, you know, and uh, so making people happy, making people smile, and talking to people. So I I fell in love. I fell in love with the, with that industry. So, so then uh, I did the studies for two years. Uh, it was kind of like, uh, well, restaurant. Let's say that, like uh, what you have here in Finland, mm -hmm. which is usually three years or two years and a half. But I fasted, you know, like uh, the studies, so I can make it to the army in Finland because the army called me in between. So I I came in Finland in Kajani, and uh, not easier. Kayani. I don't know. Have you been in Kayani? I mean, yeah, not that. I didn't spend that much time, but yeah. Because uh, I don't recommend anybody to go to Kayani. <laughs> that's, uh, wow, that's, uh, that's very special. But uh, anyway, you know, I did the army in Kayani. That, that was funny. I didn't speak a word of Finnish. Right. So it was, uh, it was funny just to kind of like oh, meet there, people. Uh, was there like an army? Have you been in special kind of unit with like non-Finnish speakers? Or was it just normal? Like, oh no, I was Finnish? I was with the Finnish speakers. Because you know? I heard that they now they have this kind of <clears throat> units that are like not, the people with not really good Finnish mm -hmm. or who are like not completely native Finnish or they, they use more English so it kind of helps. So yours well, was like completely Finnish. Oh yeah, it Finnish. was. It was. Yeah. Especially, especially the, I was in Pioneri, which is a, uh, I don't know how to say that. It's like basically people who put mm. bombs and throw grenades, mm. grenades, and you know. So they are very like patriots. They yeah. like Finland, yeah. and they, 
you know, so they, they, they told me many times, hey, we are in Finland, so you gotta speak Finnish. And I'm like, okay, sure, I understand, you know. But I, I, have, a, I have a funny story with that, actually. Uh, the first time we, we get to, to go out, yeah. you know, the, so I was in a room yeah. with uh, eight, eight people with yeah. me, and uh, the first time you, you happen to go out, you have to send somebody from the room, and you have kind of like to go in an office where there is all the higher, higher ranked uh, right. guys that are waiting in the room, and you have to give a huge speech, you know, like, like saying like me, uh, uh, from this room, na 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 na, I'm asking to go out, can I get the permission, blah blah, all that in Finnish, mm -hmm. you know. But my, my, my room, they sent me, you know, I, because I didn't speak Finnish, so they wanted to make a joke, so they sent me there. I went there, I knocked on the door, I opened the door, they said, oh man, yeah, just, just go out. <laughs> just go out, you don't have to say that, that sentence, you know. <laughs> so a lot of things like this, it was, it, was, uh, it was funny in a way. Of course, in the moment, it was tough yeah. to, to, uh, to be in the cold of Kayani and to yeah. not, uh, not understand the world. But now when I think about it, it's, it's been amazing. Hmm. Amazing, but then after the army, of course, I wanted to leave Kayani. Uh, I was kind of like, hesitating, should I go back to France or should I, should I try a bigger city, you know, and uh, so I moved to Helsinki and amazing. Mm. Helsinki was amazing, like uh, not too big city, mm. not too small city, everything works, you know, super easy life, no stress, people are good, like, uh, like happy, mm. uh, they also respect your, your, uh, your space. Uh, you have the, the beach, you have the, the forest. You have kind of like everything here in Helsinki. So I fell in love with Helsinki and I decided to, to stay here. And uh, so I decided to, to clean, uh, I mean, to start to clean uh, hotel rooms. Mm. Uh, I did that for a year and a half. But the, not the easiest job, huh? not the easiest job. Like you have to wake up at 4.35 to, to start working at 6.00 until sometime uh, 5, 6 p.m., you know, so very hard. Very Is there hard. a norm? So was there like, you know, you need to go in and you need to prepare 10 rooms? Well, like it, dep it depends about, hours or? It, yeah, like it depended about, about how full the hotel was, but yeah. sometimes I had, you know, like you have the, the people leaving the hotel and then you have the people staying in, yeah. in the hotel. So you have like a mix of rooms. For example, let's say you have you have to clean 15 rooms mm. completely. Mm. Then you have added to that like 15 rooms. Uh, you have to bring new towels, yeah. new bed sheets, etc., yeah. etc. Et and uh, but it's it's very hard because you have like uh, 15, 20 minutes to to clean one room. Yeah. So it's uh, it's tough, you know. But it sounds super like physical. That yeah. Do you need to kind of carry? You need to kind of wipe things, and you know you need to maintain. I was always oh, yeah. kind of impressed with like I, I heard it. I heard that is it tough place to be let's say and I was impressed yeah. of of people who are who are there yeah oh and especially in the hotels that are like you know they're quite demanding in terms of like the quality of the things that you do sure so then if, if it's a city center hotel then you come to work you have this many many rooms and then mm -hmm. you have limited time yeah. so there is no time to kind of hang out you just go you get the done and then the wages are like low like you don't get you don't get paid get paid shit. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even, I think maybe it was like around eight, nine euro an hour, what I got used to pay. And uh, and it's in Helsinki. In Helsinki. Yeah, with Helsinki, with all the kind of beauties of Helsinki, it is not the ch cheap place to be. Oh, so. no, 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 no. 
And uh, I think that when, when I left, yeah. I was the oldest there. You know, like uh, the, the oldest in the company, everybody left in between. Like uh, it's a super tough work that the, the life, lifespan of, uh, of working- the employee in, uh, turnover, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like maybe three, four months and then people leave, you know, and yeah, then you get new course. people and then they leave again. So like uh, it, it, was, uh, it, was, uh, it was tough, but I think it was a very good uh, first experience, you know, so it kind of like set on me to, mm. okay, is it that hard to, to earn money, you mm. know, like uh, in this life? And uh, well, from there, I realized that what I liked in, in, uh, in like cleaning the rooms was more like when I met the customer, you know, mm. like when I had, I had to, to spend like a few minutes with them, talk to them. So I decided to, to stay in the same industry, but to go more on the breakfast side, you know. So I, I started to serve the breakfast. Right. Then I became a waiter. Uh, then I became... Um, have you learned quality? Like, I think, so now, when I was listening to your story, yeah. it seems that, you know, through this hard work, you potentially learn the quality of things and what do they result for. Is yes. this true? Oh, yes. Totally, totally. And uh, you know the value of, like, like the work mm. itself, you know? And uh, so it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a very, uh, like, it's very, like, uh, how how can I say that? It's uh, you learn a lot yeah. quickly, you know, and uh, so that's uh, yeah, that was very very helpful for me now. Mm. Uh, after after opening Enchanté, I was used to to very hard work. So for now, it's like having a, having the own business. It feels like a luxury, mm. you know. Like mm. uh, of course, I work more mm. more hours, but I do what I want to do, and uh, yeah, so. So it's, it's, it, it was kind of like a whole process. Like I started like very, very down, very down uh, from the ladder. Then I, I, I went to, the, to be a waiter. Then I used to work in a sushi place as a waiter as well. Then uh, from there I worked in a cafe. I became a manager in the cafe, mm. like a shift, shift leader first. And then from there again, a grade. And actually I worked for Espresso House also for almost two years. So I, I've seen uh, what is a big chain as well. Yeah. And that's where I decided to open my own cafe, like uh, because I I like to take time with with my customer, you know. And there we didn't have the time, the time that we wanted. Now, now I really understand. So you really have seen like what it is to work uh, in 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 this industry. You yes. really seen the thing from inside, and you not only seen, but you actually done yourself through the different kind of dif different roles in a yeah. big and a smaller places in in the in the different like in the hotel in the coffee place and the sushi place yes so then this it's an accumulation of the experience that like you know later on can lead to to your but then so the two things i'd like to highlight here is that the learning from the industry from the inside i think that this is necessary the one thing is the learning from the industry is necessary and the second thing is it seems that you have this urge for like for growth and for development yeah. so you did change the places and you like yeah. you go to the manager so i think manager is already is not the same as the cleaner in the hotel so yeah. manager have like already kind of you know the better wage i don't know how good it is but like better wage and better atmosphere you have people around you it's it's all way nice Nicer, yeah. right and even then you kind of you went for the enchant there so i think yes. i think it's it's this urge to get better and develop and go further so that's that's what make you awesome yeah. exactly but actually i have a clear plan in yeah. my head you know yeah. i my my dream the the biggest dream that i have is to open my own hotel mm. so i have already uh, the idea the concept that i want 
But to get to that plan, uh, I mean, to get to that place, sorry, uh, I wanted personally to work in all the hotel industry mm. and to see it by myself. Mm -hmm. Because it's good to go to the school to learn the, how does a hotel work, how, yeah. does a, how can you manage a hotel and stuff. But I like to see. I like to see myself. I know which work in the hotel is more demanding. Mm. I know uh, where we have to target more help. And uh, so, yeah, like... Uh, kind of like my whole life was turned to how can I open a hotel? Mm. And I wanted to see everything. Yeah. How does a hotel work, you know? And that's why also I used to, uh, I used to open a St. George Hotel in Helsinki. I wanted to, to see how you open a hotel. Mm. So I straight when I saw that, okay, a new hotel is opening, I quit my job yeah. and I applied for the St. Yeah. George. And then uh, Marski also, when they reopen, mm. mm. then I quit. Uh, St. George to go to Marski, you know, because I wanted to, to also see like, how, how does it happen yeah. to open a hotel? So, so basically, have you heard there is a new hotel coming to Helsinki? No, uh, there is. I think, yeah, I've seen like few like uh, advertisement and stuff. Um, the Radisson Red opened. Yeah. So Radisson Red is the new one. Uh, they have some kind of artistic stuff, but then there is something else coming up. And I think they're keeping it super kind of secret because it's kind of, okay. it's, it's high-end, like ultimate luxury kind of, so to say, hotel okay. with only like the top level suits and somewhere in central. And I think they're finishing renovation now or somewhere. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if it's a complete gossip I, I or something. I didn't, I, I didn't hear about it, but actually this, you know, like it, it comes back to what you asked before, like about having entrepreneurs. I feel like all the time when somebody opens something, mm -hmm. they want to be the best. You know, and uh, that happened with St. George. When I opened St. George, they were, okay, we ha we want to make the best hotel in Helsinki. Right. Then Marski, they say, oh, we want to make the best hotel in Helsinki. And now this, no, these one, guys know? are like... So it's like everybody is like coming to, for yeah. the best, you know. So, but it's tough huh? because uh, it's easy to get there, mm. you know, but it's it's hard to to stay there. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. But that's, that's what I like with Helsinki. It's challenging all the time. You know that, I mean, I know... I know that uh, some people they will come here uh, in in the next one two years yeah. with a with a French cafe and uh, I will have to be ready for to compete you know and uh, but that's that's what I like. How does it market look now? So is there <clears throat> are there any French cafes? There is actually there is there is uh, there is uh, from what I know there is two two French cafe okay. which open after after we open. There is one called Le Paris, and the other one is called uh, Le Jardin in mm -hmm. Lautosari. They are both more kind of like targeted in the in the pastries, mm. you know, like French products. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, they both have like a beautiful atmosphere as well. But I think that the main thing that the target is uh, is pastries, you know. And uh, so luckily, we don't compete yeah. with them. So it's uh, it's like we have our own own kind of like uh, yeah. vibe, and that's that's what I like. Cool, and also, so this is also, like now you highlighted, and I'd like to highlight as well, that the, this niche thinking and then feeling in something really specific. So you know your concept, yeah. and you work towards this concept that is kind of not really existing in Finland, and yeah. then with ex with it with existence, you can, uh, you make people happy. So, mm. love it. That's what I like. Uh, yeah, I, like. I, I think the discussion is going, can go for uh, like a long and long and long. Uh, and then thank you so much for like sharing the, um, your childhood story. I think, yeah, it sounds like not easy and, and challenging. Yeah. 
but then also clearly I see your optimism kind of looking back, you highlighted like, okay, this was fun, this was not easy, but, <clears throat> and I think these are all things that formed your personality and who you are now yeah. today. And then, you know, they, they, they only made you kind of better. Are there any, let's say, you know, topics you'd like to maybe now share or discuss before we close or something you like listeners to know or understand? So what I like mm-hmm. in the life and what I like to teach to people is uh, try always to stay positive, you know, like uh, no matter what is happening. Mm. Like, I think that there is always a reason why it's happening. And, uh, and uh, yeah, like uh, try, try to stay positive. And uh, I, we, we, have, we have skipped a lot of things like, uh, you know, I, like uh, I lost my little brother uh, a couple of years ago. That's that's also a crazy story, but like uh, then uh, many things. My dad is not my dad. I have another dad, you know. And uh, so I, I have experienced all the stuff. What is it to lose uh, people? Uh, what is it to struggle? What is what is it to not eat for for days? But all of that, it's it's you know like always stay positive, no matter what. We are lucky to to be here in Finland, in Helsinki, beautiful country. Uh, we're lucky to have all the time food, be good, have good people around us, people like uh, with who you can you can be safe, you know. Uh, and we have to think that it's not always the same. It's not always the same everywhere. And uh, so that's that's my mindset, like always positive, no matter what is happening, always positive. And uh, that's why I have my little brother here, Rami, to who I try to teach, uh, you know, a lot of things. And uh, and yeah, like. Hard work and stay positive. That's my message. Right. Mikael, thank you so much for sharing your story, your perspective. And I really agree with you that like, you know, the the positive attitude and op- optimism on the way through the learnings, through the difficult times will actually get you where you want to be and all this. The failures, the tries and you'll get there. And also I I, I wish you all the best on this journey and I'm sure you will get there and maybe once you start your kind of you know new venture new project we, we get you back here so you kind of share oh, yeah. how, how, how is the journey going um where do people go to connect with you so where do you want them so basically uh you know chante cafe chante cafe uh, on instagram chante cafe with the I, i never know how to underscore and under you know the line you know the, the underline under underline chante cafe underline and uh, my, my private Instagram is uh, imixu, so I-M-M-I-K-S-U. And I want to invite all the, all the listeners, uh, so I will give 15% discount on everybody who comes to Enchanté, if they mention that podcast, and uh, for the coffees and for the pastries. So I wanted to also offer something, something to, to the people, and uh, just come to Enchanté. We're going to have uh, some nice coffee, and uh, yeah. Great. Uh, all the links will be in the descriptions. Come to Enchant Cafe in Central Helsinki. Yes. Say them that get cracking podcast and you know you get the discount and totally. Say hi to Mikael and everybody who is in there. Thank you so much for being with us and have a great day.